I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. What's the lowest common denominator of being a Bay Area resident? Complaining about the cost of living? Having an opinion about the best burrito? I think it's parking tickets, which make up about a quarter of my living costs, if I'm going to be honest. And it's the chalk squat. You know it. It's that crouch we all take to check our tires for that telltale stripe from parking enforcement, the one that lets us know whether we're on the clock for a new parking ticket on our windshields. Well, it turns out your days of doing the chalk squat might soon be numbered. Two East Bay residents have filed class action lawsuits, one in Oakland, the other in San Leandro. One alleges that chalking tires is a constitutional violation of privacy, and the other says the practice results in excessive financial benefits to the city. The suits might sound a bit silly at first, but they actually have more teeth than you might think. Chronicle reporter Rachel Swan joins me to talk about why. Rachel, let's start here. What's the history behind chalking tires as a form of parking enforcement? How far back does it go? So as far as we know, and the source for this is um, probably the most eminent scholar of parking in uh, possibly the world. His name is uh, Professor Donald Shoup. He's at UCLA. Um, as far as we know, this is like the earliest form of parking enforcement. Uh, using chalk to mark tires came out. The earliest references that Shoup, the parking historian, could find were in the 1920s. So it mm-hmm. um, predates parking meters by at least 10 years. They didn't come around until 1935. So basically, as soon as we came up with the concept of, oh, people need to take their turn at blank curb space, <laughs> thus the chalk. Got it. And now that chalk practice is being threatened because of two lawsuits. Tell me more about them. Why are some people saying that chalking tires is unconstitutional? Yeah, so these la- <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I sometimes laugh when I'm thinking about this. <laughs> but uh, these lawsuits are citing the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution, unreasonable searches and seizures. Um, so I guess when I first saw that, I have to admit, I did kind of a double take because it's just not what you normally think of, you know, and so did a lot of scholars of the Constitution. But hey, um, you know, this was a novel argument. Um, Originally, it was actually made in Michigan where a woman who had received 14 parking tickets um, for, you know, being chalked in the lot across the street from her work. Um, took it to court and said, hey, this is an unreasonable search. You can't just chalk a person's property when they're legally parked to um, make an enforcement later. Um, Somewhat surprisingly, the lower court, uh, trial court that she took it to initially tossed it out, but somewhat surprisingly, the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals agreed with her. And um, that spawned all these other suits throughout the country, including in the Bay Area, where in San Francisco, a woman is now suing for, yes, $50 million mm. <laughs> over a, what she is saying is a, nine, a unconstitutional $95 parking ticket. Wow. So these lawsuits at first blush might seem a little bit silly, but it it obviously has some meat behind them because of this Sixth 
U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals decision you just mentioned. Are lawsuits like this now gaining traction across the country? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's really funny, Cecilia. Um, One person I talked to, I talked to like three or two or three legal professors um, for this article. And one of them, you know, he's at Berkeley Law, um, professor at Berkeley Law. His name is Oren Kerr. Um, He specializes in the Fourth Amendment. And he told me, you know, I never thought that, you know, my one of my big fixations would be chalk parking enforcement. But here you go. Um, He said it's actually like a really interesting question um, as far as the reach of the Fourth Amendment, Um, because the court, you know, to to um, rule that this is a violation of the Fourth Amendment, they have to decide that parking um, that I'm sorry, that chalk on tires constitutes a search, but also that it's an unreasonable search. And um, no court has really definitively weighed in on both. So those questions remain. So the two lawsuits that are originating from the Bay Area, does it boil down to these two main questions? Is this a search? And is the search unreasonable? Is that what these lawsuits are are claiming? Exactly. That's that's exactly what they're claiming. And um, I mean, the, I guess the other element of that is they're saying that chalking a tire is essentially you're searching someone without probable cause while they are legally parked. Um, mm. So that's the other mm-hmm. kind of wrinkle to that. We'll be right back. You can support Fifth Emission and the newsroom that creates it by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. You mentioned that you spoke to law experts, but how does this compare to other sorts of privacy invasion tactics like stop and frisk policies? So one law professor I talked to who's at the University of Iowa um, his name's Professor Schill. He said he called these lawsuits, uh, and I'm quoting now, the definition of trivial. Mm. <laughs> so, um, and he specifically cited um, the New York subway and how subway riders were treated after 9/11. Basically, in the years following 9/11, um, New York City, they basically said like, going on the subway means consenting to having your bag searched, you know, which mm-hmm. when you think about it, he said, is far more um, invasive than just getting your tire chalked, you know, and this is just like not, this, you're just like, a. this is just people who are like regular riders of the subway, you know, you could say there's no real probable cause to search them, you know, and then obviously stop and frisk, you know, where you're searching a person, I mean, just even on his face, that's far more invasive. Um, what was interesting, just to just to add to that, this professor did point out that, you know, um, motorists waging these suits, and I mean, this is a bit of a generalization, but, you know, they tend to be a certain demographic that may skew white and wealthy, whereas people who might be subject to um, bag ser- searches on transit or um, stop and frisk tend to be people of color and um, possibly lower income, you could say. Well, I also imagine that maybe some people decided to sue because they just don't like 
paying for parking tickets. I mean, we can all relate to that pain as a Bay Area resident. So, I mean, isn't there still the larger issue if we don't want people to uh, not obey limits for parking? It seems pretty cut and dry. You either overstayed or you didn't. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I mean, that kind of speaks to, okay, so there is like this social contract is, as you're saying, you know, that like when you, when you park somewhere, there's a green and white two hour sign, right? And you're essentially agreeing to like, I'm only going to, you know, take my turn at the curb for as long as the sign allows me. Um, and some cities, some cities, um, are even making that explicit, you know, because they're worried this will be ruled unconstitutional. So there's a city Mm. in Ohio that has basically posted signs saying, hey, if you park here on this downtown street, you're agreeing to the time limit and you're agreeing we can chalk your tire. Um, However, uh, who knows? (laughs) Who knows whether that, too, will be ruled unconstitutional? Um, But, yeah, I mean, it is it is interesting. A lot of cities will say this, you know, we're just enforcing the rules that are posted on a sign. And so what kinds of alternatives are Bay Area cities doing instead of employing this practice of chalking tires? It does seem like this is the more economical way to enforce parking. I've been told this is something that is actually probably the most common form of tracking parked cars in San Francisco. They're using um, automated license plate scanners. Um, These are far more efficient than chalk. You know, they allow you, they like include a camera where you can sense the positioning of a car and whether it's parked and keep track of, you know, even when the tire valves move. And, you know, they also have like, from the city's perspective, added benefits in terms of like, They help police identify cars that are stolen. Um, They can help with like, um, you know, paying for parking with your smartphone so that the city doesn't have to install uh, meters everywhere. So they do have a lot of added benefits. I mean, theoretically, technology such as this would be more expensive than, you know, say like a chalk stick, you know. But I mean, it's also it's also more efficient. And I mean, from the purely from the city's perspective, would probably detect more violations, you know, and Mm, mm -hmm. potentially generate more money, you know. But then, like, on the other hand, you could say, okay, more tickets also means more of a burden for people who have to pay for tickets. So, Mm -hmm. And and couldn't there be constitutional ramifications of those newer tactics as well? I mean, one would think, you know, like one of some of the professors I talked to said, well, you know, people are complaining that the chalk is an invasion of, you know, their privacy or their personal vehicles or their property. I mean, wouldn't you think like a camera would technically be more invasive gathering data about your car? So, Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll see. I mean, this could be like the future. Parking has always been something that's super toxic, you know, and just like super, uh, You know, I mean, I've heard the joke that, like, everyone kind of, like, gets right back into their reptilian brain when we start talking about parking, you know? It's just like... (laughs) I think that's fair. (laughs) But, you know, so, I mean, we could be headed for many more court battles to come. So then what are the next steps? When will decisions be handed down about this issue? 
So the lawsuit in San Francisco and a sort of parallel lawsuit that's actually written basically the same in San Leandro by the same by the same attorney. Um, both of those were just filed. So, I mean, you know, it could be, I mean, judging by like how many lawsuits there are like this around the country, I mean, they could proceed and grind along in court for a long time. Um, the appeals decision in the Sixth Circuit, which is Michigan, Ohio, Tennessee, and Kentucky, um, that one was, they, they essentially, you know, while they agreed with the woman with 14 tickets who was suing, they also like tossed it back to the lower court now for the third time. So it could take a really long time for this to be decided. I mean, you almost think like cities, like parking in cities might just evolve on its own before the law can catch up as often happens with so many things, you know? Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah. But this has been around for over a hundred years. That's a good point, Cecilia. (laughs) 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 It has evolved, but not too evolved, right? (laughs) Right, right. Well, maybe we'll have even, you know, as long of a time to keep an eye on it. Thank you, Rachel, for sharing what's been going on with the chalk squat and chalking as a form of parking enforcement for us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Rachel Swan is an investigative reporter for The Chronicle. You can find her story about the debate over chalking tires at sfchronicle.com or on The Chronicle app. Thanks to King Kaufman for producing this episode and to you for listening. 